0: Hey history lovers, I'm Mike Rosenwald with RetroPod, a show about the past, rediscovered. In the spring of 2004, best-selling historian David McCullough was invited to give the commencement address at Ohio University.
1: They were celebrating their 200th anniversary, and I knew very little about the university, so to prepare myself, I did some homework. In reading up on the university,
0: he discovered that the oldest building on campus was named cutler hall after a fellow named manessa cutler
1: and i wanted to know who was cutler well as soon as i found out i realized the man was absolutely extraordinary and i was sort of baffled that i'd never heard of him
0: mccullough told me that he found cutler so captivating that he decided to depart from his usual well-known subjects john adams harry truman the wright brothers to write about one of early America's most profoundly influential and forgotten characters. The result, a book titled The Pioneers, was published earlier this month. It tells the story of Cutler, a polymath, botanist, and minister with doctorates in medicine, law, and divinity, and how he led a group of Revolutionary War veterans from New England to establish a community based on the ideals Americans revere and fight for every day. It all began with the Treaty of Paris, the document that ended the American Revolutionary War in 1783. It was, obviously, a very big and complicated deal. In addition to recognizing the United States of America, the British ceded land that eventually became the Midwest. The Founding Fathers sat on the land for a few years with no idea what to do with the inheritance. Eventually an early incarnation of Congress opened the land to spectators under some important conditions. Slavery would be illegal, Native Americans were to be treated with good faith, and education would be free.
1: They represented the fundamental values that we hold most high or have for a very long time.
0: Cutler, then living in Massachusetts, organized four dozen New Englanders who moved to a large tract of land along the Ohio River. They called it Marietta, after Queen Mary Antoinette, honoring the French for their help in defeating the British. For Cutler, Marietta was both an intellectual exercise and an opportunity to establish in this new country a reverence for education, fairness, and open debate ideals that he had come to cherish in his own life. But there was another American ideal just as attractive. Capitalism. West was opportunity, McCullough wrote. West was the future. In a letter describing those days, Cutler wrote, The spirit of immigration never ran higher with us than as this time. But there were huge obstacles. First and foremost, the rough and unfamiliar terrain.
1: They had to clear it all. They had to try and treat the Natives Americans the right way. They had to cope with bears and wolves and rattlesnakes and floods and earthquakes. There were deaths caused by disease, deaths caused by accidents, deaths caused by children drowning in the Ohio River or the Muskingum River. All of that happened. But they kept going, because they had high purpose.
0: Here was the America we fought wars over. Here were the pioneers that put the American ideal to work. Here was an essential, totally overlooked moment in history.
1: How in the world did we miss this? How in the world? Why in the world weren't we taught something about this in school?
0: Of course this American utopia was also in conflict with other parts of the country, especially the new slave states to the South, a conflict that would ultimately erupt with the Civil War. And even today, of course, racism certainly hasn't vanished, nor has poor treatment of Native Americans. Religious freedom, it too, is still fiercely contested in many places. Marietta today is no utopia, and neither is America, yet. Still, McCullough thinks there's plenty to learn from Cutler and these pioneers now, especially their aspirational spirit.
1: You have to feel at the end of the day or the end of the year or the end of your life that you've helped to make the world a little better. And you've done so by treating everybody with kindness and honesty and integrity and decency, all the things that we would like to think our country represents.
0: I'm Mike Rosenwald. Thanks for listening. For more forgotten stories from history, visit WashingtonPost.com slash Retropod.